that. Hey, you guys know I put my God in my box. Um, Whoa. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It is episode 182. It is Bros, Bibles, and Beer month because it's February. Zach, how are you doing? What month is it for you? 33 reasons to shine. Okay. Andy. 33? I don't know. How many days are in your month? Yeah. Those are leap, leap years. Scott. Scott. Hurry. What does the B stand for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know... Increased cortisol levels are not healthy, and that's what the intro does to me every time. It bumps up my cortisol. <laughs> uh, I am still one ear out on this uh, headphone thing. <laughs> my right, you know, my right's working, but not my left. I know. Oh, now I'm two ears out, and now I got nothing. I got nothing. All right. All right. Well, while we're uh, trying to fix, Jeff's oh, that ears. worked. When you pulled it out, it actually worked. That's usually the case. It doesn't work right I, now. That's an actual method. No, if you pull it out just a little bit, just pull it out just just a All little, right there, power. right, no, little, uh, right there, uh, totally uh, perfect. Oh, uh, that's great. Wow. That was All pretty right. amazing. Hey, bros, Bibles, and beers listener, we are about due for some new cables. So approximate cable <laughs> cost is about $20. If you want to donate, I think uh, you can Venmo. Sure. It's, we don't have an official account, but why not <laughs> add Zach Crater? Go for it. Make it happen. There you go. <laughs> um, so, guys, I, I got... Okay, real quick, guys. We're, we are on a shoestring budget in, ta- sizzle in time. Today. It's a budget. I got a Los Angeles Ale Works Lunar Kitten West Coast India Pale Ale. It's delicious, and uh, it's not hazy, which I like even more about it. Wow. Mm. We're also sipping on some whiskey. What do we got? Elijah Craig tonight? It is the Craig. Elijah Craig. Oh, you're all in. EC. Yeah, a little Boilermaker action. Yeah, well, I've got, uh, thanks to you, Zach, I've got the Waterloo Black Cherry Soda Water, along what? with some heavy dose of gin. Nice. And it's the uh, Bombay. The Bombay. Sahar? The Bombay, yep. Now, uh, real quick before we hit Scott, we got um, that Waterloo. Interestingly enough, fun fact. What's the stuff in plastic that's supposed to be bad, cancer-causing? BPAs. Yes. Mm-hmm. There can't, most cans you drink anything out of ha- are lined with BPA. Oh, yeah. And Waterloo, claim to fame, it's not only is it delicious seltzer water, no BPA liner. So uh, this just coincidence, Waterloo is my go-to now over all those other yeah. seltzer cans. Hey, you're still messing up your mm. liver, but no BPA. <laughs> oh. He just mm. gets the aluminum, which will contribute to uh, early-onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. Wait, who are you? Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, Scott, mm-hmm. do you have new glasses? I've I've had them. Okay. Thanks for noticing. <clears throat> it's attra- okay. Well, it's that's attractive. the end of that session. Mm. session. And Scott session. is holding. Yeah, an, I, I've got. Um, this is a new. It's called the Boodley Gut. Boodligit. Boodligit. Yeah. German. Uh, it's it it is it's. Yeah. Boy, that's sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> I know the place that basically invented <laughs> beer. Actually, they didn't. It goes way back, but. It's Bud- good. Boodleaked. 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 Yes. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Andy, you, uh, we're doing the same one. Yeah, huh? we're, we're doing the same we're drink. We're doing the same drink. Have any thoughts on it? Uh, not yet. I mean, I know what the whiskey tastes like, but I'll tell you what the lunar kitten tastes like a little later. All right. Nice. Well, I I do have a clip to play. Oh yeah. So I went back to listen to the last episode we we did, and 
I will say I, I came up with 33 different spots that I needed to correct Scott, but because I'm disciplined and um, the humblest. And you care about other people. And I care about our time here. I'm just going to go straight to humblest person I know. the one. Eventually, but it would still be, you know. Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And we, and we can talk it's about what, it's the magic of life. Yeah, and we can talk about this next week, but I am completely lost. Okay. <laughs> I'm completely Jeff lost there. in life. Tesla, oh, will, oh. Tesla will take you home. I'm complete. No, I don't mean in GPS. I'm completely like in prayer life, in with my wife and with my kids. I have questions. I have doubts. I'm I'm dying inside and I'm alive wow. inside. And I'm trying to figure out how my aliveness is going to pick up the pieces. And I'm like, I am drowning in some a little bit of shame and I, I'm like I, and it's in my nature to fight for it all mm. so next on Bros, Bibles, and Beer Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so if you haven't listened to the last episode we put out that was right at the end Jeff dropped that bomb and that, that's some world class hyperbole or not we'll find out I guess so I don't know we get we we got like half hour, 45 minutes. Let's do this, Jeff. Well, I... You're dying inside? You're so lost? I, I am. It's alive and dying. I yeah. am. And I think I, I think there was something like this a while back, and I remember Andy responding to it saying, um, when you're like, you know, the, kind of like life is just happening and it's drowning out all the goodness in life. And Andy was like, well, isn't that kind of normal? Like, I mean, we do, we have things that, you know, we've got our daily jobs, we've got things that we have to do. And yeah, those things can be exhausting, but this is different. Mm. This is, I haven't picked up a Bible and I can't even remember the last time I like looked at the Bible, read through the Bible and, and reflected on Good, you a do verse. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> God has protected you from so many now mistakes. Now I'm going to go jump off a ledge, a <laughs> curb a, ledge. Ignore me. Keep going. Uh, but I feel, I am not feel, I'm dried up. Like this, the past few years have been, and it's partial, I mean, it's always a little, it's always, I mean, I take re full responsibility for like, you know what? Uh, you know, finances or work or children, my you know, relationship with my wife or friendships. But I'll just start right there. Friendships, I used to have fantastic, rich conversations often with men, good friends, and that is a rare thing. I can't think of many really rich conversations that have lasted for a good half an hour. Like we're really talking about life. And we've had times that we've talked on this podcast, like we've talked about family and relationships and our 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 spouses and 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 also in our failures and being able to talk with other men about crap that's just going on. But I have not had a lot of that. And are you uh, are you breaking up with us? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's that's one, and I think it's critical in friendship. And like I'm yes. sure all of you would agree that to have good friends, good, you know, friends that are men that you hang out with like we do, but even our podcast, we're like, we're coming in a lot of times we're cramming the podcast in somebody's, we're all coming from work or dropping people off or coming from, you know, 
faraway places. Um, yeah, listener, this just doesn't happen by magic. <laughs> we're sacrificing yeah. for you. We get in here yeah. and then boom, we're out of here. And I'm like, something has shifted in that arena. Yeah. That, so that's one thing. And, but then my family, like, I don't know if it's, it's just a time where I've got a 16 year old junior who's got a girlfriend, a job, like I see him in passing or ships in the night. It's like, I know you. And then, you know, my 14 year old freshman daughter, she's got life going on and she just, she, same thing. She just kind of looks at me like, who are you? Get out of my house. I'm like, this is my house. I live here. Aren't you? I used my, to wipe your bottom. You're my, <laughs> you're my daughter. It's like, I'm like, oh gosh. Don't say bottom dad. Then, <laughs> uh, I used to wipe your ass. My my youngest, he doesn't even. He just looks at me like, uh, or he looks. He doesn't even listen to anybody. He's just like, I'll go to bed when I want. I'm gonna wear what I want. I'll take a bath when I want. I think you kind of like that. Hey, <laughs> hey, somebody make me a quesadilla. I know we're all having steak and shrimp, but I want a quesadilla. And this butt ain't gonna wipe itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey, hey, you're not wrong, Andy. I don't know how many times, even at nine years old, he's like, "Get mom, mom, can you come in here?" No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I'm like, would somebody feed this kid regular food so he's not have, doesn't have slosh coming out of his butt? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Failed as a parent. A total, <laughs> a total, total failure. Also, we're starting a new fundraising campaign to pay for future therapy for his youngest hopefully when he hears this. Hopefully it's not GoFundMe. Putting the fund and GoFundMe. Yeah, they'll seize it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but therein lies like, am I praying with my kids anymore? No. Am I praying with my wife anymore? No. Am I reading the Bible? No. Am I thinking about money all the time? Yes. Am I thinking about what the day of work is going to be and how stressful it's going to be and what pitfalls are they going to be? Yes. Am I thinking about cars that we have that are breaking down and I'm spending gobs of money on? Yes. But nothing in the Bible. Nothing in prayer. And I'm like, I am dried up. I'm. It's not that I've reached the end of something, but I'm like, I am completely lost. I don't even know how to shift it back into... It doesn't even feel like it's a neutral. I just feel like I'm going backwards. And I'm like, there's a ledge right there. You should probably put on the brakes. Does it feel like you? this uh, snuck up on you? Like, did this? Does it feel like you woke up one day and all of a sudden all of this stuff was there or was no, I knew it was happening. You You knew the water was getting warmer (laughs) as a frog in this metaphor. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm, what about your wife? You, you mentioned pretty much everything, but your relationship with your wife, because everything is kind of connected here. Right. I sense there's like a puzzle going on. It's the same thing, you know, being, um, you you know there'd be times where uh, where I would I just think six or seven years ago many nights we would be praying together mm. today none and I'm literally she kisses me good night at ten o'clock I'm sitting there getting ready to watch you know a hockey or or some TV show or just veg on the couch for a couple hours before I go to bed and and it's like it like it, this was different 
what 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 am I doing? What did you guys used to pray about? Uh, what did we used to pray? It just could be what was whatever was on our heart, like things that were going on at the time. It could have been friends that were having difficulty or ourselves or, you know, I know, you know, there was several, you know, a few years back we ran a marriage um, retreat with some friends and, you know, we'd be praying about that or just the direction to go. Like we were spending time even in organizing something like that. Like it was, that was very rich in, in conversation and connection, even though we would, because we're, it's funny, you prepare for a marriage retreat and then you start arguing about things that you're going to talk about in the marriage retreat. It ends up being a kind of a session in itself. But yep. somebody contacted me and was like, hey, you guys are on my heart. I would love if you guys ran. This is very recently? Oh, yes. no, back This is the- like this week. Oh, and okay. this is what got me thinking a week ago. It was probably about, probably about eight, nine days ago. He's like, you're on my heart, you and your wife, about like, running another, you know, marriage retreat or doing something through the church. And, Mm. and I'm like, I got nothing. I don't even like, this was my passion. And now I am. You're like new phone. Who dis? (laughs) (laughs) I have this like no memory. There's like, yeah, there's no capacity for Ram. There's nothing there. Mm. It's all just nothingness. And I'm passionate about, like just being alive, but then I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to manipulate and control things and things are on hold and there's like demands, these odd demands from like, hey, like, you know, my family. Hey, look, hey, could we, because we've been renting a house for like 12 years. Hey, could we get a new house? <laughs> like we found one. I'm like, really? okay, just so everybody knows, I'm a public school teacher. I make like, a hundred thousand dollars, and they're like, "Could we get like this house?" I'm like, "How much is the house?" It's one point eight million. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let me change that. It's just one point eight million. <laughs> it's a steal. <laughs> I'm like, it's just one point eight million. It only needs a little bit of foundational yeah, work. To add a little more context, I don't know what what kind of witchcraft you guys did to to have. You know, it's a it's a small house, but it's in Capo Beach, really close to the beach, right? The kind of house that, though it's small to the rest of the country, this is going to seem insane. Yeah, the real estate market is a joke here, and you're paying rent. Oh, it's so far below. As, as such, that you, as a school teacher, your wife doesn't need to work. Right, you guys are able to have a lot of perks that most people around here. It's like dual income families because right. you have to, even if in you're just if you're just in a modest house. So, right, whatever witchcraft you're doing, good on you, but. The kids like go find like a reasonable house around the block. It's gonna be way over a million dollars. It's ridiculous. It's only about a million over maybe what you could afford. We don't even yeah, <laughs> yeah. like one four one. We five. don't even pay. Th- we don't even pay three grand a month in a neighborhood. If we got kicked out of that house, we'd be paying six grand in that neighborhood. You'd have to slum it up in Mission Viejo. <laughs> Not even my Mission Viejo, right. like North Mission Viejo. Right. <laughs> That's oh, embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing to even hear you describe it. Anyway, yeah. All that to say is, I, I I'm not. I don't feel like I'm in trouble. I feel like I'm not where I want to be. But then I almost lack motivation to even get to where I want to be until like I'm like, and I'm not even asking God. Like God, make these things fall in place. Mm. And 
It's almost like I'm like living. God, this I want to shoot myself for saying this like a blah life right now. Oh, that's very un-Jeff Pearson. Oh, it, dude, it hurts to say that, but I'm like, what am I doing? Well, the Steelers did. Just lose. shut up. Why do we have to? Everything's gone Zach's, wrong in my life. Zach's turning the knife. Like, but well, Scott's not saying anything. I better do what he normally does. But, but, but really, someone when anytime like this happens in anybody's life, it's like, what do you have? Oh my god! Like we live in a great neighborhood. My kids go to really good schools. They have good friends. I have good friends. We have a good church. We we have cars. We take vacations. Like somebody be like part of an a, amazing podcast. You, you're a spoiled. Yeah. Bro- you're a spoiled brat. Yeah, you're one of the best. If I dare say, Andy. <laughs> yeah. But it and, and I dare say it. But still, like the heart of my life is Jesus, and I'm like. I feel like I'm like, hey Jesus, and he's across, he's across the river, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to go over there. I'm good right here, and this is really sucks over here. But you want to be fine. on your side of the Jordan? Can I can I play armchair psychologist <laughs> That's a good for a little Bible while? Yes, and ask some questions. Old Testament, even Bible wow. humor. Hey, you guys, we're about to have some rich conversations. It's about to get okay. Good, then I'll go next. It's about you get- know my advice is. <clears throat> Spot on. So rich up in here. <laughs> so, um, uh, what was the what was the chaos level of your life when you became a Christian? Oh my gosh! Are you serious? Have, yeah, Andy, have you not listened to past podcasts? I think I know what it is, but maybe everyone else <laughs> hasn't heard it. I just kidding. It's just uh, to confirm. I, uh, I am thinking of the clip where you described your life as two trains <laughs> colliding train in the top of the Empire, Empire State, State Building, Building and, and crashing. shrapnel just flying right. everywhere and just destroying everything in its path. I know the answer. I'm just helping. Like, yeah, no, no, it's for the listener. For that's, the a, listener. that's an oldie. <laughs> that's an oldie. But, um, but I it think, was a black hole. Yeah. And, and in the midst of that black hole, you you found Jesus. Right. I, yes. I and, answered the call. And since then, would you say that your life is uh, much less chaotic? Or at least, actually, how about this? Right now, when you look at the level of chaos in your life versus that point in time, does it feel like it's less? Oh, gosh, yes. Completely. Yeah. No 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 trains colliding <laughs> off of the Empire State Building. No, I almost feel like I want to manufacture some stuff for just fun. Yeah. Ooh, you're out of real problems. Yeah. Jeff likes chaos. And I'm just kidding. I mean, well, I mean I mean not kidding, but Scott, you've got a point. That's but there is excellent. some adrenaline that that I think we can tend to feed off of and in desperation when I, I'm just thinking about times in my life, very desperate times in my life are times that I've often felt closest and most <laughs> compelled to to be close to God. And it's the curse of things are pretty good that tends to make me not feel drawn to right. anything, really. Right. And that's where I feel like I'm at. Yeah. Welcome to South Orange County, dude. Also the age, too. There's something t- about the... When you're like 70 or 80 years old? Yeah, when you're 70 or 80. <laughs> Nothing left to look forward to. You're, you're done, and you're like, wow, let's start 
Well, yeah. and he's way past mid- start midlife. Dig- digging the grave. <laughs> All yeah. right. Dinner's at two. <laughs> That's right. And you have breakfast the night before. <laughs> There's got to be an IHOP around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that I hop reference is funny for reasons most people will never know. Uh, Jeff, there, there's an age too where that we're all I'll include all of us in your vicinity, Jeff. Even though we make fun of you for being the eldest bro, um, you're not yet fifty. But there is this like usually you hit forty or the forty ishes, you start taking inventory of like what what's going on. I feel like everything's the same. You do every week. You would wake up, go to bed, patterns. You start really thinking about that stuff. That could be part of um, this equation amongst a lot of other things. Whatever I'm saying tonight is not going to be to try to give you an answer, but maybe to help color it in and, and uh, Lord willing, have a couple aha moments. Um, Explain that more. Like, well, just... For myself, there's a lot of like, do I want to be doing what I'm, I, you know, everyone's, well, most people have to work generally in our age bracket. Some of the youngsters have a different thread on Reddit that they go to, but. Um, <laughs> hey, you know about Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> but, in, you know, working, working hard for the family, like having a, all of our needs met and then some and doing really well, but still like the grind kicks in and the patterns of life. It feels like the next thing I know, there's like another week goes by and it's like whatever plans I want for the future, it just feels like it's slipping away. I can barely keep up. That's where I'm at right now. And so really, and really struggling with that. I think there's part of that in what you're saying. I don't think it explains all of it. Uh, Secondarily, like the prayer thing is kind of a little bit of a punch to the gut to me because I, you know, I don't remember the last time Lisa and I did any sort of like praying together. It has happened, but there's not like a schedule. Right. Um, and part of that is because I just, I, I don't know how to pray like I used to. And I, and I haven't felt the need to like figure that part of my spirituality out. Um, mm-hmm. So like sitting down and asking God for things, but um. Let me just say this and then you guys can jump in and take it wherever. I wonder if the prayer thing is like, it's less about like physically get sitting down and like, oh, we are praying now. This is our prayer time. We have that. It's more like you when you were connected to your wife in doing the marriage retreat planning, you guys had a purpose together. You were working towards a common goal. And that can, that can like, uh, um, it can raise struggles in getting to that goal, but also it's rich getting there and accomplishing that you led a, a marriage retreat. That's something I'll probably never do. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if like stuff is so busy cause the kids are starting to go their own direction. They're gaining full autonomy, which is freaking scary. Um, and you kind of have to let go of that control that you had over your domain. It's a lot, there's a lot in play here. That's like, you're yeah. juggling a lot, learning. You're almost having to relearn how to be a father and a husband amidst like yeah, part. Yeah, part of it's insecurity. Like, did I do a good job? Yeah, Are my kids going to like I have because we're all realizing. Kids, yeah, even Scott because he's probably got kids that he doesn't know about <laughs> somewhere. He was in the army, and I did a great job. Raising That's what that. the army does, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but it's 
it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's no more like daddy says it, so that's the way it has right. gotta that's be. What the army does. <laughs> it it just creates families all over the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and sometimes destroys some. So you know, we'll talk about that later so in our re- war episode. But. So on on this, you know, even just thinking about I commented, you know, on my kids, um, you know, my oldest being a junior in high school, and then there's a freshman a couple years behind, and I'm like, man, have and I guess I'm putting I'm putting a resume together, like, okay, did we keep going to church? You know, did I pray with them? Did I continue doing what I really set out to do? No. Oh my God, I'm a failure. What is going to happen? They're going to destroy their lives. Yeah, they're going to go out you know. away from your the safety of your roof. <laughs> That's going to happen no matter what. Right. Yeah, but but the concern over like probably just the youngest, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Statistically speaking, actually, right now he probably is He's probably burning the house currently. currently. Yeah. and the neighbors. He's alone. He's setting up a an eHarmony account right now to find E-harmony. his perfect other. Like, do you uh, wipe butts? Do you wipe butts? Because that's kind of something that I, I do. don't want to do myself. <laughs> okay, deal breaker. Regarding my youngest, I dropped him. I was dropping him off at football tonight. He just started football tonight, and he's like, "We're on our way." And he says, "Hey, Dad. So, is college like pro? Do you get drafted? Like, am I going to get drafted for uh, college? Like pros? I'm college like, is pro now." I'm like, "Uh, well." And then I explained it to him. He's like, "Okay, all right." Okay. All right. See you, Dad. <laughs> Did you explain to him the name, image, and likeness agreement that is in effect now? If you get a college scholarship, you can make a lot of money from college playing college sports now. You don't get paid directly by playing, but by advertisements and other yes. things. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Yes, that's new. And uh, but anyways. So okay, yes, enough, he, enough of college that. College is this pro. Is, anyway. Hey, anybody got kids in college? <laughs> pro. It's always like the pros. <laughs> that. And Zach, I hear about you're talking about age, but I'm not buying into that. There's because I have I got plenty of connections it's of period people who didn't go through that. Yes, there's a there's a like they're lying. Eb, <laughs> the ebbs and flows of life. Certainly, there might be some natural things, especially if you're you, you work and you're working for a company. Or you're just at an age where, like, kids, you know, you're raising family, you're providing and stuff. And so there's this ebbs and flows of that. But it, I, I just, I'm, I'm not, I feel like I'm, it, things are slipping and I have no motivation to go out and, well, do anything about it. If, and maybe if, it's not slipping. Maybe it's just a figment of my imagination. No, no it's, it's a, totally you're slipping. You've you're lost an everything. T- oh, ner- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's already gone. It's already gone. Yeah, and that's it's why. Wait, did I just turn into Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a spot for you in this room to sleep. Yeah, and so there's a cot, a series of bean bags, all strategically placed, <laughs> so that you can wherever you wherever you fall, as long as they're love sacks. Yeah, just. So you can sniff them before you lay down. I think, jeez, <laughs> oh, Louise. Uh, I think I think that the intensity of uh, of of the cast of your life injected some adrenaline into your early relationship with 
Jesus. And, and that fueled it for a long time. Like, I think you could have been running off of adrenaline for a, a number of years. And that's, pr- I think that's pretty normal. Like it, there's, there is a natural new Christian high and you probably supercharged it because of the, the state of your life. Yeah. And then I think that all of us are starting to experience this Scott with the kids he doesn't know, but with the kids that we do know, mm-hmm. uh, our kids need us less. As they get older, it's like a big, when, big deal. When they were little, they literally we had right. to watch them, or they would kill themselves. You could line up twenty objects on, on the floor, and they would laugh while doing it, which Ni- is weird. Yeah, nineteen of the objects could be made out of <laughs> Nerf. There could be nineteen Nerf objects and one sharp knife, and they would ten times out of ten just beeline straight for the knife. And so, yes, our, we're at a place now where our kids definitely don't need us in the same way that they did before. And some of that's good. Like we want that. That's the goal. (laughs) It's an indicator that, that like what we've done hopefully is, is, is working, but which is the big question mark. Like, Oh shit. Have I done enough? Like the foundation time for like instilling the values and stuff, the, you know, as a parent of young kids, you, you're propagandizing the shit out of them. And, hopefully in a healthy way. And then we're at this point where it's like, I hope some of that took because yeah. they're going to stray and find their own way and might make, a, they have to make a lot of mistakes because that's how people grow. But hopefully there's enough in there to anchor them to yeah. whatever values that you wanted to give them. And so when you're in the middle of that transition, it's super scary. And I totally identify with that. Did I do enough? <laughs> well, part of me is like, I've, I just gave in. I'm like, I had, I had these even rules of, uh, all right, kids, you cannot have your laptops and stuff in your room. And my girls are on their laptops in their room. It's 1130 at night on a school night. It was like, what are you doing? You're definitely the only one that's never like, my kids are good. We're watching Outer <laughs> Banks, Dad. I'm like, what's Outer Banks? What is going on in that? What is happening? It's, it's like soap operas for teens, Dad. Right. You wouldn't even understand. <laughs> five five episodes later, you're yeah, with right. them. <laughs> you're all, oh my <laughs> 2 God. A.M. Is Dylan going to break up with her? <laughs> and then my wife and I are sitting watching Ozarks last night. and Which is the ultimate soap opera for it's, adults. It's just, there's the curly blonde. I love this character. My wife and I are like, we're like, oh my God, we love her. And she's just F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. Within like one sentence, you get four F-bombs. And the kids are like right there. And we're playing this on the TV in our room in our sorry are in our living room and our living room is like that's about the size of our entire house and so you, everybody can hear it if they're in earshot and I'm like what are we doing do they ever harass you for it no but okay you failed sorry then <laughs> but I got nothing else I'm thinking my, I'm like I will used to like tell my wife hey no. That, that no 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 we need to turn that I heard the I heard ass no I think I heard yeah wait, <laughs> wait you got, your youngest you hear ass every night <laughs> what I thought you said my I'm, youngest I'm making hears a fart joke I, I was trying it. to stretch for uh, okay. a fart joke anyway, but even to the point of like hey we don't say shut up in the house okay 
we say refrain your vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> or do it in Spanish. Refrain yeah. from using your vocal cords. Any, you know, so... Silencio, por favor. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, F-bombs are fine. Not, I mean, not me saying it. You didn't it. declare that. Not, not me saying it. But it's ha- it's coming out of the TV, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. F you, you know old what? man. I've given I'm watching, up. I'm watching what I want. I've totally given up. Well, what if, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. You you might deserve some blame in being a little checked out or lazy in your fatherhood. Like, you you just insinuated, I'm not putting that on you. No, some, I, some I, say ha- about I, I Jeff have. You <laughs> may be the worst parent that's ever lived, but, you but, know. But Zach said that, not me. Yeah, <laughs> but part some, of it. Some say. Part of it is the, they're growing up, what they can tolerate. Now, you could have done the hardcore, like, never ever, you don't consume anything with that has that content. We don't do that in this house. Well, you explain it. You're like, let's talk about the F-bomb. Exactly. And I'm, I'm working on that with my youngest because she definitely, I'm getting a little more comfortable talking how I would talk if I didn't have to worry about the perception. Um, and so occasionally... Uh, I, I'm still good about the F-bombs, audience. But occasionally there will be like a word where Gwen will be like, Hey, clean your shit up. Ugh. Yeah, it's like, Dad. Or like if we're watching something and somebody says something, like you're watching a TV show and somebody says something. Uh, it, it's very different than Aubrey, and part of it's the age difference. And it's, uh, it's definitely, like, I just try to re- reiterate, how did I use that word? Was I tearing anybody down? How was I using that word? Was it for destruction? Was it just uh, a marker of how I was feeling in that moment? Like, how was I using that word? Let's talk about it. Because it's not the word. It's not the arrangement of the letters. Because that changes over time and space. Like, what's an appropriate word or not? Um, It's the context of it, which I know right now is, like, super hot, given a lot of people coming down on... Look at Zach's moral relativism. I know. Seriously, guys. (laughs) Next week they're going to do an intervention on me for, but you're but, saying cannibalism is okay, Zach? <laughs> In the right context, God. How did I do cannibalism? But that's how they move. They're already dead. Whatever. Yeah. Daughter party. We all know about that. It's not that I murdered somebody. It's how I murdered them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes murder's delicious. What am I saying? Context matters. But your kids are old enough feels to work. like a Dexter episode. You know that your kids are, are going into Moral areas of life where you can't control them and they're going to be exposed to stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So those little moments where you might feel a, a tinge of conviction where they're around, if you notice their behavior change or anything, it, it's, it could be an opportunity. And maybe they don't care, but it could be an opportunity to be like, all right, if, if it bugs you or if you think maybe we should be doing this, let's talk about why. Then maybe you'll convince me because they're... Teenagers are, in a weird way, they're just like awkward, sometimes creepy, grown-ass adults that definitely think their own way, no matter what they... Sure. If you tell them something and they kind of nod, that could mean... That's funny. I wholeheartedly disagree. Okay. Well, no, that's fine. Get each other. Go. No, let's focus on (laughs) Cannibalism. No, Let's I know that I Jeff. don't think I Andy don't and think my relationship will survive. <laughs> Whatever is going to take place, but I don't think kids are short adults. No, well, no, they're not. That's not why I don't show them the movies that you show your kids. Yes, oh my gosh. that's not true. He or made, wait, that was Jeff. He makes them watch it. Andy, <laughs> Andy, passively <laughs> aggressive, <laughs> passively aggressively was uh, like, 
Well, nope. I mean, it's Jeff's kid, and Jeff's allowing his kid to watch this because huh? he's his dad. Do whatever. You I can. don't even remember what it was. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Sounds like something. Yeah, I was judgy, a little bit judgy though. But it may be the fact that in this specific example, you're not, you know, whatever degree you're being lazy about fathering, also your kids are an age that you know they handle stuff and they're exposed to stuff in a certain way. Yeah, unless third grade. Unless you're going to lock them into an area and never expose them to anything, I think you'd be doing them a disservice. Right. They need you're to not, know about crack. And is it weird that Caleb's know. favorite show is also Ozark? <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> For very different reasons. <laughs> His favorite Rage Against the Machine, I always chop it off before it says. Oh, yeah. Killing in the name F, of. F, 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 and he's going to hear it one day. He's going to be like, wait, that was not in the song. Remix. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Nobody picked it up through you. My whole Your life has been a lie. Kids pick up, like, you have a little bit of that mentality of, like, oh, you want okay. me to do this? I'm not doing it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. While you All were. Right. While you were explaining the first part too, which is feeling like the the disconnection from God, it's, I know yeah. that uh, that uh, First Chronicles tends to be very um, a lightning rod. Uh, John Eldrith is a uh, he's very he's a lightning rod in terms. Oh, of not actual we, First John from the Bible, yeah, but John Eldridge. <laughs> I got it. First Chronicles. Yes. Okay. I know that he tends to be. Uh, People would be are hot and cold on him, but there is he does have a little app that I I use often. I used it today, and it's just it's called Pause, and it's a one minute like right meditation. We've talked about it before, but as you described it, the one minute um, meditation that he has, I'm gonna, I'm going to play it for a second here. I think it's interesting because I think it touches on what you experience, and what you experience seems so broad. At least it's broad enough that this is like the entry level meditation that he has on what's probably a really popular app. All right. Well, touch me with Jonicles. Okay. <laughs> I give everyone and everything to you, God. I give myself to you, Jesus, for union with you. I am created for union with you, God. I give everything in me for union with you, Lord. God. Jeff's eyes are closed. I need more of you, God. Fill me with more of you. Breathe deeper, Jeff. Shut up, Zach. I'm serious. That's good. That's enough for now. Was he responding to you, Zach? He might have been. He's like, Zach, shut the F up. Uh, Zach, this. that's enough for now. You did ruin the moment. Uh, you were in it for a second. Like, if we kept playing that, we might have lost you. Dude, in a good way. Th- those are Those are universal things that we as humans have to contend with every single day. I, I think it's true. I think that we feel disconnection from God and need to be reminded of the loss of union that we have with Jesus. And what you described was holding on to all those things. And, and that's what I love about that little, that simple prayer is like, I'm, I'm giving everyone and everything to you. Like I'm just handing this stuff over because I'm, I'm recognizing I, I can't control these things. 
It's a great, um, I, I actually agree. Like I, I would not, I don't think I would use the Eldridge app and I don't think it matters. Like it's, no. it's the, whatever just got played. It's like a stand in for, if you engage in a, a spiritual practice where you are, um, intentional in, in, uh, vocalizing things or agreeing to things that are healthy, like your, your self-worth and, it can be right. different styles. It can be different languages, sure. uh, different verbiages. But ultimately, it's like you know, rooting yourself in something that's kind of a foundational aspect of your being that is going to be the thing you jump off of in every situation, mostly imperfectly. But that's fine. It'll be something you'll have that that foundation to go back to. So whether it's John Eldridge or you know, I don't know, John McMaster, yeah. Scott, any MacArthur. Th- Scott, any thoughts? Or yeah. Master P. Who's, yeah. who's trying to be MacArthur? Master P? Oh, Master P. Yeah. Grace to you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that's good, what uh, Andy, Andy Zach are saying. Um, S- Scott, I'm open right now. The store is open. What, what advice do you have for me? Have a fifth kid. I need... <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> that's probably that's not happening. Oh, I need man. you know me, what though. Okay, give me a starting point, Scott. So I'm I, lost. I'm I'm. It's not even that I'm stuck. I'm just floating. Yeah. So I think Blah. I think um, there's there's chaos, right? Chaos like time's going by really quick. A lot of things going on. Yep. Um. So I think for one, um, it's an honor to for someone to ask you to to do. A marriage counseling this session it's okay to say no um um and you know maybe an alternative you could take a weekend with your wife alone and and kind of go over those things like hey you know relay the foundation yeah but at the same time not thinking that's like hey this weekend's gonna be the magical point where right then we start again like um but but it could be something to to that's you know, really good. Bounce Scott. off of. Um, I want that. Um, and th- and then also on the other the other side with the kids, uh, just be you know if let's say one of your kids, hopefully not, does something really stupid, it doesn't mean you're a bad parent. I I was raised really well, and I did a lot of stupid things. Right. Um, so it's it's not the fault of my parents. You know, I just there's just. The things that I did that for whatever reason. Um, sure. Right. But yeah. Time's going by fast, man. Like even just thinking about this year, it's already February and I'm like, I don't have kids or anything. And I'm like, dude, this is it's going by super quick. So there, there might be some intentional intentionality. It might be a buzzword people hate, but um, like with, with your time and um, uh, making plans to, do certain things and you know connect let's just connecting with god uh quote unquote mm-hmm. um that doesn't just happen you know you gotta you gotta do something about that so you gotta seek god but that could mean taking the time to seek god and if the, things are hectic around the house you don't have the time so you gotta try to make that time you do drive a lot i'm definitely prioritizing the wrong things to get back to where I want to be. 
my days start by looking at my phone. I don't need to look at my phone. If I was going to look at my phone, it better it'd be better if it was the Bible or yeah or the Pause app that you know from First Chronicles. <laughs> so also, I, the, the, I think I appreciate the advice. I think it it makes sense, and I, I'm really having a, a difficult time. Just feels like like jumping back on the horse or of some sort because I want those well, things. I want to run and, another marriage retreat with my wife. I, I want to do those things. I want to feel like I'm I'm serving the Lord, and I'm certainly not serving the Lord by thinking about <laughs> finance, finances and work <laughs> and you know where we're gonna what we're gonna do this weekend or this winter or whatever. It's just they're just all things and things just pass by. I'm like I don't want that. Well, and, and let's just take the the last you, you you went on a the last vacation. Um, I thought that was successful. I I thought that was a yeah, great time. It was. Was there and and not to say that this has to happen, but was there a reflection with your wife like, hey, I think we did a good job providing this opportunity for our kids, for us and our kids, no. to relax. And so I don't know the no. you know inner dynamics of there of isn't relationship, you know, and that's probably on me of just but, like pausing for a moment. I mean, there was like that was a really good vacation. Wish there was an app for that. <laughs> yes. Send her a. You know what? Stat that. Uh, I forgot to tell you. I'm yeah. getting all new cables next week, guys, because yeah. we're sponsored by John Eldridge. Yeah. You, send, you send her, hey, honey, can you rate our vacation on this app? Well, she's sitting right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, I know we're running short here. Yeah, but. Three stars. A, a couple, or one, one thing is just all of our kids require. We, Every parent knows this if you're remotely paying attention. What makes one kid feel valued is going to be different from the other kid. Um, same with... You it's know, like love languages. What, yeah, what makes your wife feel valued is going to be different than what makes you feel valued. And that's part of that magic of kind of the end of, or the episode before we were talking about like why the pursuit, it's the thrill of the hunt. Like if you had everything figured out, you'd be in a, a much different world of hurt of like, well, there's nothing to do here. Like I, everyone's cared for, like it's this perfect utopia. Thankfully that doesn't exist because that's, that's not the rich, that's not the spice of life. And so you're in this new period of like letting go of certain things for your kids. And then like, okay, where does that leave my wife and I, like, what's it going to look like for us? Because these patterns are going to change. Like once the kids are out of the house, it's a whole new pattern. Um, with you and your wife. And so I don't know, like little, I feel like, I'll, you know, I feel like I'm talking to myself too, as much as I'm t talking to you, Jeff, right now, it's, it's finding new ways to engage and like establish new patterns of richness and communication with your kids and your wife that uh, will set them up for success to the best of your ability uh, going forward and set yourself up for success. Whether that's like physically, like, hey, can right. we, Tony, can you and I just pray like every night at this time? Like, I just miss this moment. And it might feel awkward at first, but if you do it like multiple days in a row, it might start to become a thing. And whether, whatever it is for the, whatever version of that with the kids, like, so you are talking about yourself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because schedules can be good. But for me, prayer is not prayer is not like physically like, uh, dear Jesus, please do this, this, this. Prayer for me is more. It could be a headspace, like going somewhere quiet, going on the cliff and hearing the ocean and just being silent and just enjoying that moment. I think is equally prayerful as maybe even more so than like asking God for stuff or to fix stuff and correct stuff that I already know the answer to. So not saying there's that dichotomy, but there's a wide range between those two extremes. Um, But yes, definitely talking to myself too. And I I don't even think we need to feel like we answered it. And I'll go back. I've said this before. I think your experience of conversion gave you a lot of wind in your sails and uh, in a way that a lot of Christians, like old time Christians that kind of grew up in the church are jealous of myself included. Like I never had that moment where I was like, Oh my God, this is like, I just saw Jesus and like, this is the the new way going forward. Uh, But then, so it's this new honeymoon period, the spiritual high that wasn't wrong or, or like misplaced, but it's like uh, those things tend to wear off. And you got to reestablish foundations and that looks different for different people. And so I'm not trying to give you the answer. Things became more, they became more challenging, but you know, that was, that's a whole, that's another story. In different (laughs) ways. I know pre, I know pre Jesus encounter Jeff. Well, I didn't know you then, but I know of that Jeff. And that was a whole world of different hurts. Speaking of challenges, we have time challenges, boys. Yeah. Fortunately. What are you consuming, Andy? We are. (laughs) Up against it. Uh, lunar kitten. I'm drinking the lunar kitten right now. It's no, it's no, no, no. I mean, like in life. Uh, the YouTubes lately. I've been. Nice. I kind of delved back into that too, which is. I don't think that's a. That's good. I think I'm using it too much as a brain sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a blank space filler. So I want to be a little more intentional about that. Like you talk about. Waking up in the morning and like rolling over, grabbing your phone. Yep. Yeah. I think I can be a little bit better about that. So, um, but we did just start the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which uh, two episodes in so far. I like it. Uh, okay. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Scott, what are you consuming? Uh, I'm, I'm back in the YouTubes um, all day, every day. Lock picking. So that's <laughs> right. By the way, I busted a, nice a lot back based off what you talked about. Nice. Yeah. Dude, there's the law picking lock picking lawyer and he's like he just like this lock is rated as a, you know, security by the government and then he two seconds he's like opens it and you're like, dude, right. Okay. Your uh, honor, this lock is not locked <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to prove it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, various things on the on on YouTube, economy, uh, politics. I like I like stream of consciousness. Yeah, what specifically? Like what channel? Oh, like, so there's what, a million things on the internet. Yeah, what channel? So okay, so uh, Matt, uh, Matt's Zach. Off Road Recovery. Um, I, I like there, there's a channel called Matt's Off Road so Recovery. He he's in Utah. Um, and he goes out and recovers people that go off roading and oh, get stuck. That sounds it's, fun. It's just satisfying, yeah. and he's got this sweet Morver. Uh, but but um, other channels um, sounds French. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I like, act like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I was going to get the yeah, bear, but I decided on, to get the Morver. Uh, religious stuff. Uh, talking about like apologetics, 
Um, Michael Icona is a, is a good one. He's a New Testament scholar. Uh, Michael Heiser, who's an Old Testament scholar. Um, he loves those angels and demons. Oh, yeah. We could probably get him on the podcast. He would come on. Potentially. He's been sick. He's I think he has cancer. Oh, no. Um, he's, so get like, him on, Scott. <laughs> yeah, time is, is running out. Clock is ticking. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. Um, yeah, there's stuff on like Islam and, um, David Woods, a good one for Islam. Um, stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. I, I like that little rundown. Jeff. Nice. I am consuming lots of F word networks. Lots Netflix of Netflix. Shows. Ozark is great yeah, oh, for yeah. adults only yeah. and not even. We just finished and barely, barely that. Yeah, we barely just finished that. the first part one of the new season, and we're done with that. We're like, oh my gosh, part can't get one enough of, of that. I uh, stopped watching it after the gay sex season, season one. So. Wait, what? Yeah, you th- what is that? House of Cards? What do you mean no, the gay sex? Was, season? There was there was, there was one. A, there was Ozark season really? one. Yeah, in the motel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. How, I was like, that's eh, how I don't, know, I don't need is. to watch this <laughs> anyway. See, I get it. Like, I it like a. It's adult for very different a lot of reasons. Like, but I think of for me a, a good story, like the good writing. You know, even though you can get thrown by individual things, and I don't. We're up against a hard timeline. Anybody. Good one. I anyway, guess I'm Zach, done. We're not doing. You're re- not wrong. No, no. Sorry, he's robbing your time. I'm done, Jeff. No, I'm done. Ozark. That's it. Yeah, blah. Oh, Ozark. <laughs> Ozark and blah. Yeah. Well, I'm behind on Ozark and I shall be catching up. And I'm the only one in my house that cares about that show. Um, so it'll it'll be late nights. But uh, I am listening to a book. Me too. Watch Party. In between listening to Joe Rogan <laughs> constantly spew in bombs. Uh, <laughs> occasionally there's like a book uh, recommendation or, a, uh, or an author that sounds interesting. Uh, the Immortality Key by Brian Murarescu, I think is how you say it. Uh, but it's, I'm listening to it. It's like a 16 hour book, which means it's a lot of pages in real life. And it's about the possibility that, well, ancient people using hallucinogens to connect them to God and whether or not some maybe very early Christian sects, um, the sacraments were, there was a part of like a, a, a wine that was tainted with uh, hallucinogens to connect them to God when they took the sacraments. And, so. and we talked about that on a previous podcast yeah. and the guest on that was on Joe Rogan referenced that book or that might be that book of, by that guy. But yes. Yeah. So it's very interest, interesting. That is uh, my complaint sorry. with our church communion. Like what not enough. This great juice. That author's last this. name sounds like a drunk guy that's trying to save somebody. Marascue. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. They were dangerous. I'm gonna rescue them. Hey, where can they find us? <laughs> At Bros Babbles Beer everywhere. And if you want to email us, Bros. And if you want to email us, Bros Bibles Beer at gmail.com. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rescue yeah. this whole. Segment. And if they're single and female, or let me rephrase that. Sorry. <laughs> married wanna, and female. I don't want to be insensitive. If they're single and identify as female, who Jeez. do they contact? Scott, Scott at brosbiblesbeard.com. Nice. Yep. In Estereo. If you want a potential instant family that Scott doesn't know about, <laughs> hit him up. I'm here all day. That's a joke, people. Scott was in the army. I don't think he has a family. He's a great guy. I'm pretty 
Sure. We're his family. That's what most people Jeff, remember me saying. Hey, we're, let, we're going to bug out, but Jeff, I really appreciate you sharing. I know there's a lot more to this. There probably is. Um, <laughs> and I, I know saw- I'm not pretending we solved it, but that wasn't the point. I just appreciate you sharing yeah. and being vulnerable and almost crying and dealing with my stupid comments every once in a while. I, I love think, you, man. I think I, I love you too. I appreciate it. I think I cried when we listened to First Chronicles. So we pretty much solved it. Should we take our pants <laughs> off now? <laughs> Whoa! All right, thanks. Uh, Grace, peace, cheers. <laughs> <laughs>